you know how many times I've heard you complain not only about what I that, eat, but about what other people eat in your apartment complex. And that you is show not, up here, <laughs> you walk in the door with that, it's 90-some degrees. It's not. It's like 80-something. My furnace doesn't work, so I can't circulate air in here, so it's a little stagnant as it is. And then on, you're just going to do that, and you're just going to turn around and walk right out of here. Okay, stop making it sound worse than it is. That was a horrible guarantee. I'm not making it sound worse than anything. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Eric Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today. Thanks to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and, you know, clicks on the Amazon link. And uh, that is a great way to support us. If you're going to be doing it anyway, might as well go to funemploymentradio.com first. That's our motto. So, um, so yeah, just uh, go ahead and do that. That's always great. We've got a lot to talk about. All right, but let's go back to that because you made Wait, it just sound really terrible. Before we get into that, we should address why we didn't do a show yesterday. Okay. Yes. It was because of me. So, um, that's, just, so that, that's all you had to say? Because <laughs> no. of you, Sarah deprived everybody of a show yesterday. I will say I have been um, – it's been pretty exciting and awesome. So I've been super busy um, and with my real estate, so not only um, do I have a house under contract for buyers, I also have a house under contract for sellers, and they're both kind of coinciding at the same time. So trying to deal with you know booking inspections and you know getting sellers disclosures while also like do, like taking care of repair addendums and like making sure that everything's taken care. Of. It's been a, a big balance, and it's awesome. I love it. I good. I, I mean, it's it's terrifying, and you know I don't love every aspect of it, but. It's fun, and especially like with the clients that I love. It's, um, but it's, you know, it, I did it like how you do digital trends. Like I, it did not stop all day yesterday. Yep. And that was kind of the same way it was on Sunday. It started basically at like three p.m. on Sunday, and then finally slowed down at about like five p.m. yesterday. So because that's like a very, you know, it's it's concentrated amounts of time. You know, if you like have bought or sold a home, you know that things happen really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And that was all happening yesterday. So I'm very sorry for the delay, but I'm super happy to be back, even though this is a small hot room. And I was not eating what you said that I was. But you were. You just were. Okay, so let's explain this. Um, and we do have some other things to get to, but this is the most important pressing matter that you're going to hear all day. So if you remember far back in the archives of Fun Employment Radio, Sarah X. Dillon, while well, she lives in an apartment complex, and there was one time where somebody in her building, on her floor... A mirror like two or three doors down was cooking hot fish on an inside apartment complex in this hallway. And the smell permeated to many other To all rooms, of them. To, to all, all of them. them. I talked to my neighbors yeah. and they're just like, oh my God, it smells so bad in here. And yeah, how did you feel about this? I was grossed out and I might have written a passive aggressive note about you it. Wrote a pa- you did write a passive aggressive note. And so let me just take a look here. Thankfully, uh, in our live chat for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, Stranded and Bakersfield pulled this up to see the very Portland passive aggressive note that Sarah put up in the hallway at her apartment complex. And I'll quote, why did you have to make a hot fish dinner? It's all caps, too. I never noticed that. Why did you have to make a hot fish dinner that stinks up the entire <laughs> hall slash floor? Question mark. Ugh, period. Sincerely, everyone who was who was not eating hot fish on the main floor in a ripped up piece of paper put on the like like bulletin board in the hallway of the apartment. And then complex. they wrote me back. They were just like so mad at me. And then they eventually ended up moving out. That that apartment is the one that has had like sixteen different couples move in and out of it. Uh-huh. They're like, I swear, my floor is cursed with couples. The only two people that have stayed there for as long as we have uh, is my uh, my neighbor, uh-huh. uh, who is who's a single man, and then me, 
who also lives by myself. So I'm like, and then everybody else, every single set of couples that has lived on this floor, I swear to God. It's cursed. It is. They have all broken up mm-hmm. and all moved out. Yeah. How many of them still bring uh, hot fish, though, or cook hot well, fish? Well, nobody did after that. Until Sarah did here. So I did here's not what cook happened. hot fish. You are absolutely lying. No. Sarah Dillon showed up here at my house because this is our, you know, home away from home right now at our Fun Employment Radio studio at my house. Akilin points out the fact, why do you keep saying cooking hot fish by the way of cooking hot fish? You know it's hot because it's being cooked. It's cooking hot fish. But uh, here is... Here's the thing. I'm sitting in here, and it's very warm in Portland. You know, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to complain about the heat, but it is. We're in Oregon. It gets a little warm. And my house is a little warm right now because I've got some airflow problems <laughs> in addition to water problems, in addition to every other problem. I'll talk about another problem here in a bit. But anyway, my house is having some issues. So the airflow is not happening here. So it's very – it's a little stagnant. you got to try to blow open it out the windows. Open well, the windows well, at you, night, but you can't well, do you it can, now. Yeah. Because you can't do it during the day because you want to keep in the cool air. <laughs> so you can't open and air out the house right now. And Sarah walks in here today with her lunch in hand and just says, hey, I mixed up a bunch of tuna fish. I'm going to make a sandwich right now. And I'm like, wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean? I was, I was busy with something. I didn't pay close enough attention. She brought in tuna fish, proceeded to make this sandwich, waft it all around the house. It's probably about 80 degrees in here right now. And... This is uh, where we're at, where Sarah is now in here, brought this into the studio And it room. was, okay, first of all, let me just say that Greg is lying, because I would never... How? I did not what did cook I say wasn't any true? hot fish. I did not. I had refrigerated tuna fish that I mixed with uh, some sweet dill and some mayonnaise. I had it sitting in the refrigerator. It was cold. I put it on cold pieces of bread, and then I ate it. And it just so happens to be a little warm, and I'm sorry... I wanted to be, it was a little healthier, so I wanted to be healthy. And you're the one that always talks about how much you love tuna fish. I didn't think I do. you'd be throwing a tantrum about but it. But I didn't think that you would be walking here into this place on this day, wafting tuna fish everywhere in my work environment. This is where I work as well, Sarah. Oh, wow. And I What in your here. house is not your work environment at this point? Everything is my work environment. Mm-hmm. And you just came in here with your tuna fish. You ate a bunch. You probably just left it in the garbage, huh? So you didn't like take it outside and throw it away, did you? Why would I take your garbage out? Because you're just going to leave tuna fish there in the hot kitchen. I ate most of it except for the crust because I'm a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Jenkins noting, doesn't Greg have a barely functioning sense of smell? I think that you can't. True. I think that you can't even smell it. I can't. I think you're lying. I am not lying. I think that you are. (gasps) Really? You're sitting here saying that I'm lying? I think you are because I know your sniffer's bad. From your years working at the paper mill, you can't smell a lot of stuff. Yes, but I can definitely smell You can't tell that you smell. I don't care if I smell. Yes. You absolutely care if you smell. <laughs> Whatever. This is how you're going to turn it around? You're going to sit there and tell me that I smell I am. I think I've the visual, something? I don't think that you actually were able to smell it. I think visually you saw it and you thought that it should smell and you wanted to be make fun of me. That is not how that worked. No. No. But the bottom line is this. Um, you brought this in here. And 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 that's, that's just... Let's see. Here's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to address what was just written in the live chat. You'll just have to get through and see it. Um, but let me just ask this. Let me propose this. Does anybody think what you did was the right thing to do? Eat a nice cold tuna fish salad on. And a I day? like tuna fish, but no, yeah, bringing it into somebody else's establishment, house. Come in here with your 
tuna fish, which you probably would have left on the That's counter tr- had I not said something. And I then- would not have left it on the counter. I'm not a monster. And Carrie does bring up a good point, too. She said, if it was sa- canned salmon, do you call it salmon fish? That's true, because we call it tuna fish. So it was a tuna sandwich. Mm. Well, that's mind blowing. Anyway, it's tuna fish. So, um, yeah, You're the, such a dick. <laughs> that's just what, that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 potent, upsetting. Potent, potent. I'm sorry, I wasn't meaning to be upsetting. All right. Well, I'm just going to be honest with everybody. You know what? I didn't actually want to eat a tuna fish sandwich today because I actually wrote to Greg earlier. This is really well. How are you going to take this? Yeah, topic? I wrote You're to just going to go from that to be like. I wrote him earlier, and I'm like, I'm, I'm talking about my shame food. I was like, hey, you know what I really want? I want some Savoy Chinese food. Do you want some? And Greg said, no, thanks, because he was going to try and eat healthier. And then I felt shame, so I'm like, I guess I'll just eat a tuna fish sandwich. So this is... Yes, it's all your fault. It's always my fault. All right. I am so glad that you said that. Now we can move on. Well, here's the thing. Now I'm starting to suspect you in this, because I'm suspecting somebody in something that's been going on with me. So... Going from this, here's something that happened to me over the weekend in case people didn't see my post. So you may remember a couple of weeks ago when someone decided to steal one taillight from my Jeep, the Jeep that I purchased right before this, my rig, uh, from my Jeep, for some reason, stole one of them, which is really obnoxious and annoying and, um, and yeah, pretty frustrating. Well, over this last weekend... Saturday, I decided to drive. I think I went to the grocery store, pick up some groceries, get out to my Jeep, and take a look as I'm opening up the back of the back gate to put my groceries in. And is that I'm what like, they call it? Huh. They call it the gate? I think that's what it is. It's the back gate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about I thought that that was a new term that I hadn't heard before. No, I don't know if that's... Uh, that's what right. I'm calling it. Um, I open up the back gate, and I take a look down, and I'm like, huh. That's weird. I've never noticed wires hanging out of the back of this thing before. That seems like an odd, an odd thing to see. Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't see wires hanging out of the back of your vehicle. No, no, you shouldn't. Generally speaking, that's not what you what you look for. And I'm like, wait a minute. There was a license plate there, and an entire holder that held that license plate with a light on it, and it's gone. And those wires are completely cut. Oh my. So what happened is over this weekend, Friday night, somebody came by and not only like stole the license plate, not only stole these, these, it's this, as I learned, because I didn't really care to know this knowledge before, but uh, Jeeps have a very specific like license plate holder that wraps around because it's built for the car and um, it is wired right through there. This person took off the entire unit and the thing is, it actually is just a little plug, again, as I've learned afterward, that you just unplug it. One of the little, it. like, pinch plug things? A little pinch plug thing yeah. that you can just pinch plug and then take it. Instead, what they did is they slashed it. So they slashed the wiring, which means it's got to be rewired. That is such bullshit. On top of everything else. And so that's, this is where I'm at with this. Like, so then I've got to, um, you know, I've got to, A, report it as stolen license, license plates. I've got to get new ones, which is kind of hard during a pandemic because to get get in is very difficult. And I've got to rewire it and get a new system to put the license plate on. What a pain. Super pain in the ass. I know there's worse things in the world, but God, man, it's really frustrating. So, yeah, a couple of um, 
Trina says, Greg, you need to park the Jeep within the view of your camera. Well, it was. It just happened to be. And here's the thing. You know, I was charging my camera that night and I didn't put it back out. Uh, I'm not going to blame myself for somebody else, though, stealing shit off of my Jeep. So I'm not going to do that. And I don't think it would have caught anybody directly anyway. I've got another camera system in my... I don't think anyone's telling you to blame yourself. No. No. Well, and you probably wouldn't no, be able to coming. tell who it's, it is anyway if they're wearing... It's coming. Trust me. It's coming. But, um, oh, I know. I know. But uh, also, Stranded said, uh, somebody is building a Jeep one piece at a time and Greg is supplying the parts. That's what I'm thinking. Now. That's what I'm thinking. Because See, I don't think it's personal. I don't think it's like somebody who knows What do you, you. think? Do you think it's personal or no, not? No, I think it's somebody who probably drives by because you've talked about before, you do live on a, you know, like a, busy, a busier thoroughfare. Yeah. And if, when you do park in front, I mean, your Jeep is just sitting right out there. Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't mean that people should take shit off of it. Yeah. But they could they can easily see like what you have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. The thing is, even catching somebody on camera, nothing's going to be done right now. Oh, no, now. just be blurry. Like Nothing's going to be done right now. Oh, yeah. I know. It's just one of those things where um, it just, I don't get it. I don't get why my mind is specifically being targeted. And that's why I'm wondering, do you think this is a personal thing? I think that it is somebody putting Twice? together... Well, I think what I thought about like the taillight thing where maybe has someone has some, you know, like shitty like, you know, parts auto like automotive place uh on 82nd. I don't even think it's worth though for an auto parts place to to do that. Like the the holder itself, that's like the least expensive part in it cuz I already ordered another one of those and that's 25 bucks, but the rewiring, the new license plates, the new all of that stuff, uh, that stuff's expensive. So like is there any way you can put an alarm on your Jeep to like? There is an alarm on there, but, but is there it anything you could for... do to like notify if like they remove a part? I think I've got to I've got to figure something out. Yeah, I mean the Jeep the alarm will go off if you get into it. If you get into the car, it's definitely going off because I set it off myself when I was camping. Yeah, who would have thunk like you're worried like, about I'm people breaking into your car? You're not worried about people breaking out <laughs> into the outside of your car? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know what to do. So now, have you talked to your fellow like Jeepers? Is this something that happens? No, I don't know. I haven't brought it up to them. You should ask. Say like, is this something that happens within the Jeep community where people will just try to part out each other's Jeeps if they I need another part? I think so. I mean, why would you go do that? Like, oh, a shitty. That means there's a sh- like you said. There's always like some you know shitty person. <sighs> In every group. Yeah. Mike says, just put motion sensors all around your Jeep every time you park. I mean, that's the other thing. It'll be going off all the time. Um, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty annoying. It is now where it's at right now. It's got cameras all around it, um, which I still don't think is going to prevent necessarily. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I can prevent because I don't have any locked garage or somewhere that I can put something in. Yeah. Like, I've got a driveway, but... I think I'm starting to think this is if there's and this is not a challenge to anybody. And by the way, if you're the one doing it, I will find out. Um, but I do not think it's I don't think personal. It's anybody, no. OK, I think that maybe it is. I think maybe there's something going on here. Wait, now you think it is personal? Mm-hmm. OK, why? What would you have done? Do you think you cut somebody off one time and like now they're like slowly getting their. I don't usually cut people off. You? I mean, I don't even drive far enough to where I would. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Trina's asking, oh, hi, Trina. Um, he's asking Ryan. No, Ryan would never. If he did, he would never cut the wire. No, he wouldn't steal anything off and of it. And he wouldn't. He'd just put something on the vehicle. Yeah. Like like the horrible license plate covers. Yeah, or truck nuts. Um, yeah, no, he wouldn't do that, let alone cut it or anything like that. 
or steal my yeah he wouldn't do that he doesn't know not to go that far um i don't know i don't know but that's I'm, weird though it is weird and i will say it is a giant pain in the ass it truly is uh, but what are you gonna do um well, yeah. That's what these turds like. Don't like when someone like smashes someone's window. I mean, that costs the person. You know, if they don't have insurance covering that, like you know, hundreds of dollars, just because you felt like being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm lucky. I've got some friends who know how to work on auto parts that can help me. You know, with this because even getting even getting that part, it turns out, is a huge pain. It's like a real specific part just for a jeep you have to order from a specific place and it takes a while to get it in so it's like it really is a little bit more it's not like something i can just go down to an auto parts well, store that's buy. T- that's like i can't totally, just go buy it at an auto parts store that's totally clearly why they buy those anti-theft um or, they, or why they make those anti-theft jeep screws yeah you should buy some of those then i mean if this shit's happening well yeah yeah what? i mean it's not, it's not like something i could have thought about before you know no, I know, but now you can. So, I mean, like, if they try to come back and take something, at least. Well, the thing is, all that is is just a specific screwdriver. So, if they have that screwdriver, it's not going to matter anyway. Because mm-hmm. I still have to be able to get it back off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, yes, I can make it, I guess I can make it a little more difficult, which I suppose is worth that investment to do that. So, I'll probably yep. do that. Like, says old meth that. neighbors up for a slow revenge. Yeah, maybe. Maybe meth neighbors. Um yeah, I think Stranded is right. I, I agree with Stranded in the chat. They said, um, I think it's just some lowlife that has had parts stolen off their Jeep and figured it happened to me, so I should just take it from somebody else. Then why didn't they just unplug it? Maybe like they heard a noise. steal plates and steal that? Maybe so- someone was coming and they panicked and they cut it. That's that's honestly what I thought, because if they took the time, because I'm, I'm, this is definitely the same person. I mean, there's like there's multiple screws, so it takes a little while, as I've, again, as I've learned, because now that I've looked but at Greg, it. But Greg, the bright side... You're becoming a car guy or a rig guy. This is not the kind of car guy I want to be. I know, but you're I'm like, <laughs> this is not... You're understanding your Jeep now piece by piece. No, by the end of this, with both of these things, I'm going to have, oh, I don't know, with new plates and everything, it's going to be $200 plus that I've had to spend because people have just stolen from me. That's horrible. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not just, yeah, it's frustrating. Urgh. Anyway, that was it. But I know that's just me complaining about something. But uh, ooh, that's a good idea. Hmm. Tony says to use different t- types of bolt heads. Yeah, that that's might be like, something I've got to do. Do like random ones on each thing. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Keelan, you think the person that's going to steal a license plate holder off guard instead of getting their own is smart enough not to cut it? The thing is, they didn't steal the other one either. Like the front one's still there. So they were probably it just. Bent, although it does look like they tried, um, it's bent a little bit. So I don't know whether they just tried to like yank it off or I don't know what they were doing with that, but it is a, a little bit bent. Hmm. But still there. So Worthless say, to me the... because now it's, you know, stolen. So <laughs> um, anyway, that's where I'm at with that. Oh, I just sorry. don't quite get it. It's, you can't get into the mind of somebody who's that. Just they're terrible people. They're wonderful people, and they're just terrible people. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to ever get into the mind of somebody who's just like, I'm going to go around fucking up other people's stuff because I feel like it. Yeah, that's true. Like, you it's know, hard I, to get into that mind frame. Exactly. I don't think I can get into it. No. Plus, that guy's in your Jeep community. I'm assuming it's a dude. Well, somebody's it's, got the license plate around. And I'll, I'll just tell you what the license plate is. So if anybody in Portland does happen to see it, because, I mean, I posted it publicly. It's of no use. You know, it's soon not going to be mine. Um, cause I've got to get new ones. I think they just give you a brand new 
number, I, I would imagine. You a new set, yeah. Yeah, so a new, new number and everything. God, what a pain. Um, I will... I mean, I don't see any problem in this, right? No, and then also I want to talk... I'll, while you do, After you do that, I'll, I'm going to talk about our friend whose Jeep was stolen. Or, excuse me, his truck was stolen. Oh, yeah. He's still looking for yeah. that, too. Well, yeah, I, mean, we, I think we brought that up on here on the show before. Um, yeah, but he's see. offering a ward. He's still looking for it. Okay. Uh, and we'll, we'll go to something more positive here. Let's... Uh, Absolutely. Let's, let's go to something more positive. You know what? But, this is life, and we talk well, about this, Well, I know, like, but... This happened I want to, to talk you. about more kooky things, but uh, but yeah, just to... Well, like hot tuna fish sandwiches. Hot tuna fish sandwiches. <laughs> license plate. If you see a license plate that says 740JFW, Oregon plates with a tree on them, send me a message. Let me know. Please do, especially on a black Jeep. Because I feel like they're just No, to... no, 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 because it's still on mine <gasps> oh, right now. True. But I feel like their Jeep is also black and they're just trying to re... Like, how would you how, do you... how do you think that? Because that's what people do. I've seen enough crime shows. When you steal plates, you steal plates that are similar to the car that you're driving. Okay, well, please don't go up and scratch a random or do anything to random Jeep because I do still have a plate on it just so I don't get pulled well, yeah, over. Don't... In what world am I saying to scratch the Jeep? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I don't well, know where you're going with this. Little curly-haired guy driving around in your hot they know fish breath. You. I feel like you're you're setting me up here for something. Wow, I'm trying to be nice, and you're. I know you're all like uncomfortable, so you're being a little mean. But you got to be nicer. Being mean? How am I being mean? I do not. My breath is fine. You right before we went on air, Sarah talked about it. No, I didn't. Eating tuna fish? Well, we talked about it. Okay, Greg. Well, anyway, our our friend Mike also Are had his uh, had his truck stolen um, right around here. So if you see, so look for Greg's plate and also for the plate four nine nine J A E, and that's a black Toyota four by four. What was uh, the? It's a pickup truck. Yeah, just pickup truck. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, I guess tuna fish over here will do some world of crazy. Are you kidding me? Do you know how often you make fun of me for anything like that? That's if funny. I had done this. I'll and you're going to here. sit here and pretend like I'll just you're being talk like attacked. This, so I hopefully don't open my mouth too much. Sarah, that is. It's fine. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, wait. This is Ball Talk. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, you discombobulated me. What is this? You cannot sit here and blame me for everything. I was just trying to be helpful. Oh, my God. No, it's fine. There we go. There it is. Don't mind me. Hello, my friends. That's, that's enough. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First of all, out of California, a 99-year-old California woman has broken not one but two Guinness World Records. I bet you thought you were going to get through a day without a Guinness World Record. You thought fucking wrong. What is going on over there with you? I'm hot. And you made me really uncomfortable and self-conscious. You ate a tuna fish sandwich. Yes, and then I ate gum, and now I'm drinking coffee. I don't smell. You're just projecting. (laughs) It's being widely speculated 
in our chat that you've been drinking juice or something. I like, haven't. You're had... a little bit off on what's going on here. What's going on? I haven't had coffee in a few days, and now I'm just having. You know what I am? This is cold pressed coffee, and that's like super caffeinated. And I just realized that right now because I usually just have regular iced coffee. Also, I've had a really stressful couple, like, few fucking days. I'm sorry. I've been dealing with a billion different real estate agents going back and forth with negotiations. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot of stress. And then when I'm here to relax and then Greg's saying I smell makes me a little uncomfortable. That's all. You tell me stuff like that all the time. I told you I showered. Anyway, let's get back to my compelling Guinness World Records story, okay? A 99-year-old California woman broke two Guinness World Records when she piloted a plane and gave a flight lesson in the air. So she is the oldest woman to have ever piloted a plane. So her name is Rabina Asti, 99. She was named the world's oldest flight instructor and active pilot after she gave her final pilot lesson Sunday at Next Gen Flight Academy. Oh, that's the flight academy I'd want to go to. Next Gen. Because you like Next Gen? Yeah, TNG. Well, I like Star Trek TNG. Uh, the Next Gen Flight Academy at the Riverside Municipal Airport. She says, I love giving people the experience of what it's like to lift off from the earth. Uh, Asti said she wanted to show senior citizens that they're still capable of making valuable contributions. That's nice. Uh, the flight instructor took the, took the world's oldest pilot record from an Iowa man. She snatched it from him who flew a plane at the age of 98. She was 99, so she wins. I don't know if that's a record that I'm, oh, that I'm excited about her breaking. 99 years old? When she's still piloting? Yeah. That's ageist. Is, is it? I mean, you know. Good for her. 99 is too old to fly a plane. I'm just going to say it right now. For all of our 99-year-olds, that just seems like that's asking for it. That's like our target demographic, Greg. Will you just shut your hormone? <laughs> <laughs> Would you let her fly you somewhere? If she's a pilot, Yeah. I mean, she's been doing it for a while. I don't trust. Yeah, maybe 20 years ago. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. Wow, that's super ageist. 99? Does that make me ageist? I think it does. Maybe it was a nimble 99-year-old who took off with your license plate. You never know. All right, let's just keep going, shall we? A Wisconsin man proved his devotion to his friend by making good on a 28-year-old handshake promise that he would split split a jackpot with him if he ever won the lottery. So this is, uh, he makes good on it, so he made this, uh, but, Craig, what are you doing? I'm I'm here. In 1992, and he promised to split a $22 million jackpot with his friend. So Thomas Cook told Wisconsin lottery officials that learning the Powerball ticket he bought was a $22 uh, $22 million winner made him quickly recall a deal that he had made with his longtime friend Joseph Feeney in 1992. Cook said the two men shook hands again 28 years ago and agreed that if either of them ever won a Powerball jackpot, they would split the winnings. And he honored it. And he honored it. So that's a really loyal guy. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Would you split something like that? Do you have any kind of deals like that in place? No, not that I can. No, not that I think so. I mean, I, all I can think of is like in movies and they're like, if we're not married by 40 years old. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I had yeah. one of those things. Yeah. A joking deal about that. 
No, but ultimately somebody's that, that always really... That date passed 12 years ago, I think. So. Somebody's <laughs> always like really serious about it, too. Because we thought They're 30 like, was hey. still old. <laughs> I don't know if anybody about 30. Oh, God. One yeah. foot in the grave. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything where I've got a, an agreement to split. No, I would. I would be generous. I would give people some money. All right, well, why don't we shake right now? If you ever win the jackpot, because I know that you buy the lottery ticket sometimes and I don't. Well, then that's not fair. This isn't a fair arrangement. You have, you've got to buy them, too. Okay, I'll buy them. But you give me half if you win. I don't like the way you're doing this, because you're implying it as though I'm just supposed to give you money. You're not going to do anything on this end. I would give you money if I wanted would a you? Would you yes, really? Yes, I would split half. Yes. You would come and find me. Like, say that for whatever reason, you would find me and be like, oh, here you go, Greg. Here's half of my money. I don't think you would do it. Ooh, Mike says you should uh, make a deal between yourself right now to share your lottery winnings with all of your live listeners. I'd do that. I don't think you'd do it. I would more so than you. No. You live a more lavish lifestyle I'd than I am. I'd pay up on bets, though. I love. Oh my god! What? Because I, I pay. I'm just saying. I can live on. I can on pay very, my power bill. I live on. You're very right. Little. That is more lavish than what I used to do. Uh, let's ease up here. Lavish lifestyle. You just have you know a higher quality of life. More expensive taste in clothing. I haven't bought clothes in. I don't know. I don't buy a clothes. year. <laughs> no, I take that back. You have I the bought fancy tactical person. shorts that didn't work, and then you I got bought the refrigerator, which is still magic. I, I swear, every time I get ice and water out of the the front, every of time you put tuna fish in there, it's open tuna fish. You didn't cover it, did you? I did cover it. No, you did. Yes, I did. What did you I cover leave? it with? I put it in a Tupperware thing. I made it in Tupperware and then put it in Tupperware. What, does it have the Tupperware top on it? Or did you no. just put saran Why would I it? just put gross? I have a weird phobia about leaving things uncovered in refrigerators. Like, I don't like it because I feel like then it takes on the smell of every single other thing in the refrigerator, and then I can't eat it anymore. Split the winnings? Okay, well, never mind. I can tell that you wouldn't be honest anyway. No, it's not a matter of being honest. I would be honest. It's do I want to? That's why I got to think about it. I really don't think that you have to worry about this, Greg. All right, fine. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like you, the problem is the way that you're going about this, you're acting like you're getting away with something. And that's what I don't like. That's what makes me uncomfortable because I don't feel like, I feel like you're just trying to take something from me. You, you have nothing to take from. I know I have nothing to take from now, but I don't feel like you would be the one to tell me. I would tell you. You I would, would not do that. Tell me. Yes, I would. No, you, you would, know you would I squant, would. You would put your riches away in some far off bank account. You know I wouldn't do that. But Actually, I, I but don't. I, but I do think you would do that. I don't know how to. But I just figured out how to, you know, refinance my car. I'm not good with the banks. Mm, all right, I'll think about it. All right, shake. I'll think about it. Just <laughs> shake. Why do you act like no? Because I feel like there's some, <laughs> something I'm not getting here because I'm hot and I'm not thinking straight. All right. Well, Cook and Feeney, who took the lump sums option for their payouts, each received about, about $6 million after taking out federal and state taxes. Uh, Cook said the money inspired him to put in his two weeks notice and retired. He and Feeney, who already had retired previously, said the money will allow them to spend more time with their families. Um, 
and they're both very excited about it. Next up out of Florida, Florida man has been arrested after trying to evade cops by cartwheeling away from them. Do you know how to do a cartwheel? Yes, I do. Like how many? Can you do like multiple ones in a row? I haven't done it in a long time, but I used to be quite the <laughs> gymnast. I was a home gymnast. I'm sorry, you were a what? I was a country gymnast. You were a home country gymnast? Mm-hmm. What? Please to tell me what that means. I was very interested in gymnastics as a, as a child. There weren't any programs I could go to, but I would do it at home all the time. Like what kinds of gymnastics? Flips, cartwheels, handstands, walking on my hands everywhere. I used to be able to lean up against a wall and just stand just on my head with my arms at my side. I would do that in the hallway all the time. My mom would be like, what is wrong with you? I'm, like, I'm standing on my head. I think she's probably asked herself that many, many times. I could lean just against the, the wall and I would, it would just be my head on the ground. And I'd put my arms and legs like straight down, straight up. And then I just, you would just be standing there like a creeper on your head in the hallway. Just my head, no hands down. And then your mom would just be like walking through doing like her, her sweet mom stuff or whatever. And then just her like, weird child like, is like, I'm fine. She's like, you're going to hurt your neck. I'm like, no, I'm not. And that's pretty much how that would go. Um, I would uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mostly climbing trees. Yeah, a little bit of home parkour. I didn't know what that was at the time, but I did a lot of that. Did you have a balance beam? Uh, I would balance on boards. Yeah, that's actually yeah. All right. Well, we learned something new every day. I had no idea that you would climb just trees, freak your through. mom out. She's just like, dear God, what have I done? Mm. She turns the corner, and you're just standing there on your head, like. Don't mind me, mother. I'd run and do flips, and then I was better at backflip than I was a front flip. I could never quite get the front flip. I'd always land wrong. But I could do a backflip. I don't think I could do that anymore. I'm not willing to try that one. Home country gymnastics. Yep. Okay. Well, out of Florida, here's a Florida country gymnastic guy. A Florida man was caught on camera trying to evade arrest by cartwheeling away from police. Uh, The footage shows the gymnastics enthusiast blocking the path of traffic Mm -hmm. in Orlando Mm -hmm. at a Wawa. Is that a store in Florida? Wawas are like uh, plaid pantries, I think, here. Okay. 7-Eleven. Okay, by doing a flip in the middle of the roadway. Now, officers took him down for apparently blocking traffic, but the man was able to wriggle out of their grasp. He then launched into cartwheels, but he didn't get very far because the sheriff's department um, identified the spry 40-year-old as Gianfranco Fernandez, and they were able to to stop him from cartwheeling, and he was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest. Cartwheels aren't really a good way to get away. No, they're not very efficient. They're not very fast. No. Yeah, Wawa is... And I can't even say if I've ever actually been to a Wawa, but I know people from the East Coast love Wawa. That's what my niece used to call water. And every time you're doing them, I'm just picturing her saying. Mm-hmm. I know. It weirded me I out for a long Wawa. time. I do some people from Philly. They're like, yeah, go to the Wawa. I'm like, what? What? They also said water weird. Water. Water. Get a glass of water. Water. You got any Water. Now you're making fun of old people and people who say water. Water. Philadelphia. No, um, 
Yeah, Wawa is popular there. Something Wawa. Wawa. It's just, uh, it is. That's what it's called. It's Wawa. When I remember the first time I heard the plaid pantry when I moved here. I was just like, the what? Mm. Why the fuck would you call something plaid pantry? Yeah, it's a weird name. It is a super weird name. I mean, most convenience stores have weird names. We're 7-11? so used to them, like 7-Eleven. What is 7-Eleven? I don't know, but we're used to it at this point. And then Circle K. That's a big one. That's, that's what I used to call everything in Portland was Circle K. It's also, and then in Montana, they have the come and go, which is just awkwardly phrased. But I used to thought they used to think the shirts were pretty You never funny. asked answered uh, Mr. Jenke about your um, home country that? gymnastics. Did you have a strong ribbon routine? Nope, but I had a whip. That's a country ribbon. It'd be like Indiana Jones. Was it a country ribbon? It was a piece of rope. <laughs> just a so long a, piece of rope. It's a country ribbon. <laughs> I tried to wrap it around trees so I could swing. Oh my gosh, now everyone knows this. So oh, it used to be their hours. 7-Eleven was their hours. Okay. All right. Look at that. We learned something new. Seven days a week and for for 11 hours. Okay. Were you dancing around in your, with your country ribbons? <laughs> doing, <laughs> you're standing on your head, your poor mother, just scaring her? Yep. Was your brother as weird as you? I don't think that he was. Weird in his own way. No, but he's not like standing in the hallway on his head I don't head think he hurt himself. himself as much as I did. I definitely hurt myself a lot more. Okay. I try to like make all kinds of jumps with my bike, and I would think I was badass, but I really wasn't very good at it. But I would do it anyway, which is a recipe to get hurt. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> it's shocking. Kept my head open four times. Okay, went to the uh, ER five for that. Actually, at the front of it too. And I finally. Have a story out of Australia. It's been a lot of time in the ER, has a kid. Wow, really? I went there, I mean, not, not a lot of time, but I mean, and for self inflicted wounds for the most part. Yeah. I mean, the, I split the back of my head open four times and had to go and get stitches. I remember three of them. And then I had the front of my head uh, hit as well, but that was because a kid slammed a metal door in my face. On purpose? Yes. Oh, that's Steve. not nice. Fucking yeah, and he had, to, he had to apologize to everybody in front of the class, but I still had to go get stitches. That sucked. Uh, yeah. Huh. I was rambunctious. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, have a story out of Australia. Yes. A pub in the Australian outback has banned a pair of beloved local emus from the establishment <laughs> for improper acts. <laughs> you know. No, not that, including stealing food and defecating on the floor. The owners of the Yaraka Hotel in Yaraka uh, has a permanent population of uh, 18. So this is uh, in Yaraka, Queensland, posted a sign at the entrance of the pub stating that the town's local emus, Kevin and Carol, are no longer allowed inside. Kevin and Carol, the local emus. I kind like of we have like Max the bar. I know we have like Max the bar cat at Landmark. You know, this is Kevin and Carl or Carol, excuse me. Uh, so a sign at the door reads: "Emus have been banned from this establishment for bad behavior." So the owners of the business, Jerry and Chris, said they had to ban the emus after the large birds learned to climb the front steps. Jerry said they've been stealing things from the guests, especially their foods. They'll stick their heads in and pinch toast out of the toaster. <laughs> 
Kevin and bastards. Carol, what are you doing? But the main reason that we've had to say they can't come in is because of their droppings. They're enormous, very large, and smelly, and they create stains. So they said that they've installed a rope barrier outside of the pub and asked, uh, and with a sign asking customers to remember to close the rope after entering to prevent Kevin and Carol from following them inside. <laughs> Don't you let Kevin and Carol in here. Kevin and Carol still hang around the gate, hoping they'll be able to slip in when somebody opens up, Chris, one of the owners, said. But so far, we're winning the war against Kevin and Carol. Beloved local emus. Aren't those a little dangerous? Aren't emus like kind of dangerous? They're snappy, aren't they? They have like. They got no. They got like talons. I thought they had like razor teeth or something. They don't have teeth. No, but I mean like in their bills, like what sharp. I mean, maybe their bills probably sharp. I'm trying to find a picture here of Kevin and Carol emus. Um, I'm not finding a lot, but there is. There's one I'm trying to get here. Yeah, I thought they were. Oh, they are I thought they could be <laughs> Kevin and Carol. Like, we just want to come in just for a little bit. All right. Well, there you have it. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. Now, did you say that you had? Uh, ball talk? Yes. I've got just a quick brief. A brief talk of balls. Gross. <clears throat> just a brief talk. Yep. There we go. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yep. Good feeling. That's right. It's a little low, but I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. So, Major League Baseball started back up last Thursday, and some of the teams have already shut back down. So, uh, the Florida Marlins, or Miami Marlins, excuse me, I think that changed several years ago. Uh, still stuck in my head is Florida. But the Marlins. Come uh, on, Marlins. Yes, make us proud. That's them. Uh, have. Apparently, 17 members of their team who have come down with COVID-19. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of members of a team. I don't know how many baseball actually has in their traveling teams right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, 17 of them came down with it. So all of their games are suspended through Sunday, at least. They're trying to figure out how to handle this because they also had played you know, some other teams. Uh, it's kind of turning into a mess. Oh, boy. And I think the question is whether baseball is going to be able to continue on with this. Because they're traveling. They're actually traveling places. You know, they fly into these cities. Granted, they're on private planes, but still. uh, That's a lot of potential exposure. Yeah. Doing that much. Versus the NBA, which is, you know, they're all in the bubble or whatever. Which is still, there's guys who In their Disney World bubble. In their Disney World bubble. Um, Oh, yeah. Actually, I need to pull up that story there. I've got one for that, too. but, But, yeah. So, whether or not baseball, I don't know. I think that the, something's just going to – it's going to be a little bit uh, iffy Yeah. as far as what goes on there. I did catch a little bit of uh, baseball this weekend. You the, watched some of the baseball? Yeah, just uh, – Oh, um, some of the new stuff? Yeah, some of the new stuff but with the cardboard people in the stands. Uh, yeah. There's, so each team is kind of doing something different because there's the, the VR teams – um, or, or fans that I had talked about before that they're or not VR but AR where mm. they've got the avatars that are going to be out there that are digitally created which are they're kind of strange too but yeah then Washington I think it was was selling those spots which is why there was one where it was just a giant baby cut up oh, and then there was one with a giant dog cut out that was one I didn't see the dog but I saw the giant baby I'm like the ba- like they didn't do any um, 
like they didn't change the sizes of anything. So like yeah. there was a, a giant human man next to a giant human baby. I'm like, okay, they're exactly the same size. This is yeah. weird. Like there's no scaling. Yeah. So, um, so that's strange what they're doing with that. But uh, we'll have to see where baseball goes. But continue on to basketball. It does. It is supposed to start back up on Thursday, on July 30th, 2020. Oh, by the way, it's uh, Thursday, J- July. Or excuse me, it's Tuesday. It t- I was like, what? It's, it's Thursday? It's, it's Tuesday, July 28th, 2020 in the year of our apocalypse as of right now. Um, so coming up on Thursday, July 30th in the year of our apocalypse, uh, that is when the NBA will be starting. But the LA Clippers will be doing it without Lou Williams. Lou Williams, their star sixth man, um, will not be playing because he decided that he had to go out and get some food. And the reason he was busted is because he appeared in an Instagram photo with a rapper at a strip club. So what Lou is saying is that his favorite food is like, no, this is my favorite food. I had to, I just went and got food from uh, the magic city. Magic city is where he went. And he's like, ask anybody. It's my, it's my favorite restaurant. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. But, uh, turns out he, uh, he, he, en- he ended up, yeah, going to a strip club. So that's what, that's what he ended up doing. So, <laughs> Uh, Lou is now under quarantine for another 10 days, and he will not be there for the start of the season. Oh, Lou. Lou, he can't be in that Instagram photo, dude. No. Well, number one, don't do that during COVID, but I mean, yeah, man, you can't, don't be in somebody's photo. No pictures, man. No. Just like the days before the internet, like, yeah, avoid pictures. (sighs) Or, you know, just don't, yeah. Don't do that either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, there it is. That is what uh, happened there. But uh, yes, the NBA does start back up on Thursday. Uh, I will be watching that because why not? I want to become one of the... Did I talk about how they're doing their teams? Mm-mm. So the NBA, the where they're doing it, is they're going to have a 17-foot tall wall of video monitors surrounding the entire court. So the entire court area is going to be surrounded by this. You know, it's set hmm. several feet back from the from the actual court, but it's going to be enclosed in that. And on those for like the, whoever the, cause there's only three courts they're playing on in Orlando in that Disney complex, but they're going to, there'll still be a home team quote. Okay. So that home team will have their imagery shown on the side. Like they're at a home game and it'll be like, you know, so if it's the Blazers, it'll be like blazer stuff or if it's Lakers, Lakers stuff. And then each team is going to be able to bring in, I believe it's each team will have control of this. They didn't actually specifically say, but 300 fans are going to get to join in by Microsoft Teams to join in to the actual game. Oh, wow. So it's like Zoom, but it's Teams. Maybe I did talk about this on the show. I don't remember. I can't remember anymore. I don't Um, know, but it sounds neat. Either way, this is what they did. This is what they're doing. So somebody's going to be able to get in there and be a part of the broadcast. Oh, well, that's pretty neat. No, you haven't talked about that. Okay, so yeah. they'll be able to get in and be part of the broadcast, uh, but um, the thing is, is, like, how are you going to regulate that? How are you going to moderate that? Because what's going to happen is they're letting those people, their voices, cheer on the actual players, oh, so yeah, the players feel a like a live crowd is there. <laughs> but these are all people just sitting at home. Now, granted, the teams are going to control who's getting in, so they're probably going to really screen people, but you know there's going to be one guy who gets through. Well, let me just say you, as a call screener um, for radio stations for many years somebody always gets through oh somebody's gonna get through somebody always gets through regardless of how long you grill them and how much you screen them they will trick you and they will get through somebody's gonna say something 
Uh, there's going to be a dong at some point. Oh, I mean, so you just dongs. know this is going to happen. Like something is going to happen, which is why another reason I cannot wait to watch NBA basketball. <laughs> Because it's not because I want to see the dog, but because I want to see things go wrong. When I was editing, I uh, swear, Friday's episode, it was, I had to, like, right when I was hitting my, like, at, like uh, putting it down, like, shrinking, compressing the file, it was you saying, like, something about dong. And then I heard you say dong again. I'm like, how many times does Greg say dong? Well, maybe that's what I was talking about was on Friday. I'm sorry. Maybe we already went over all of this. No, I feel we... like we did. I feel like we did go over all of this. Are we repeating the same story we did I three don't days know. ago? No, I think that that was a different one. That was the virtual reality, like the chat roulette kind of thing. And then this is kind of different because you're saying they're being vetted. Who cares? Just stop paying, it, stop paying attention to it. Well, anyway, yeah. that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, start watching that on Thursday. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It is very warm in here. Oh, the Timbers play tonight, too. Oh, Timbers, awesome. Yeah. We'll watch that tonight. Mike says I saw a couple of people with lace face masks yesterday. We are doomed. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. All right. Well, before we go, we do have a birthday today. Yes. Remember? We've got two. Ooh. First up, we want to say happy birthday to James. Hang on. Where's my... Uh-oh. James, Sarah may have ruined your birthday. Oh boy! Oh, what is what is that? I don't know, but that's something that we that you're playing on your. What are you watching? Oh, you know what that was? That was an old interview with Gilbert from H and R Block. That oh. just started playing for some random reason. All right, but James, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, James! Happy birthday, James. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And somebody who's already brought up on this show, former roommate Ryan. It is his birthday. Ryan, I wish you all the warm Ryan, tequila the in the world. Owner of Walter. Mm, delicious warm tequila. Happy birthday, Ryan. Happy we birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. Happy birthday, Ryan. Just want to make it extra creepy. <laughs> Success. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good job. Yes, indeed. Shall we continue on uh, here? Thank you, everybody, yeah. for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And again, sorry for yesterday. Um, so we have, it looks like this week's a little, um, getting a little full, so we are going to just go ahead and do Rick next Monday, because he has a, a full schedule. And yes. So it seems and like that's going to work We'll out. be here tomorrow, and then Thursday might be a little up in the air because of some things, my things and your things. Yes. Because I, I can't delay, you can't do... Yeah, I don't think it'll work because you said you have to be somewhere. I have to be somewhere at two thirty. Yeah, and I gotta. We, maybe we'll be able to figure it out. Okay, if uh, we can Thursday do early, could be a little, a little iffy, so we don't know. Yeah, but so definitely apologies tomorrow. Apologies for you know, a little bit of delay on some shows, but yeah, tomorrow we'll be here. Yes, and I mean everyone knows like everything's wonky, and we want to do the show; it's our priority. But you know, like life gets wonky in the way. So we'll do it as soon as you know, as often as we can, and as much as we can. Yep, and that is the same thing. So I just said it in just two different ways. No, that's two different things. I guess that's kind of two different yeah. things. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You're really wonderful. We really, really appreciate it. If you see my license out there, please tell me. But if you see him driving a Jeep with the license on it, then don't do anything to well, it. No. Mm. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. Love you.